This is Financial Literacy Month, and people are really taking this uh, very seriously uh, this year. Uh, Athletes and uh, schools and you name it, people are really taking the time to think about their future and becoming more literate when it comes to finances. My guest is a go-to. She is president of AMS uh, Financial uh, Financial Solutions, AIMS, where she offers comprehensive financial planning services. She has been in the financial industry for more than 24 years and is among the 2% of planners who are both African-American and female. She's passionate about promoting financial literacy and helping her clients transition from financial chaos uh, and clutter to financial independence and freedom. Rochelle, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Perry. It is so good to have you on. I've never in the 30-plus years that I have been behind this mic and in this business seen more people take seriously the financial planning of their lives. I've never seen anything like this in my life. What do you think is behind it? Do you think people are, you know, this pandemic made them uh, understand that their finances were in shambles and they said, I'll never get caught up in a mess like this again? What do you think it is, Rochelle? (laughs) Oh, that's definitely one of the things, Ms. Perry. This uh, pandemic has really taught us some lessons. But I'll say that one thing that it's done, Ms. Perry, is it's made us sit our butts down for yes. a minute, right? Yes. <laughs> In the past, we haven't had to slow down or we weren't forced over the last 30 years or so to slow down for an extended period of time. You know, there may have been natural disasters or things that have come up in the past that made us sit down for a few days, but this has been an extended sit down. So that's one. Two, I've been telling people, you know, especially African Americans, money is not necessarily the issue. Our behavior with our money is the issue. Mm -hmm. And now that we are sitting down and we're looking, looking at our finances, for those who still are able to work, Um, from home and have our same income, we are realizing that really we are the problem. We've not been able to go out and spend and and shop and do uh, frivolous things with our money that we were prior to the pandemic. So it's showing us that our behavior has been much of the problem. Mm, That is is so profound because um, it was just like, Uh, If I can just kind of make this kind of work, it's like nobody even thought about police brutality and racial injustice until we had to sit down and everybody had to see that George Floyd video. It's the same same thing. And so, you know, um, one of the things that I... Uh, got got out of this pandemic, and even before, because I, I like I was saying in the beginning of the show, for about the last two years, I have been very conscious of financial 
um, independence and being able to bring that information to our listeners. And mm-hmm. they have really just great. I mean, I, I, I imagine that, you know, maybe 20 years ago when we would do these different segments with financial planners, they might have turned off the radio, but they listen right. now. They listen right. and they ask. I mean, the shows that I've had, the segments I've had with people like you, phones are, are off the hook. Everybody wants to do better. Yes. And I think, you know, you offering up your platform and other people in your same um, industry at your same level offering their platforms for people like us, who right. I call the two percenters or less. Uh-huh. So people before didn't even know that we were out there. Um, they didn't know that. You're talking about black, black financial planners? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Black and female and certified. So a lot of times people don't know where to go and they don't know what to do, but they are listening now and they are more conscious with um, how they manage their money. This pandemic, again, has taught us many lessons. And one of the lessons is what you said earlier. We're never going to get caught off guard like this again, um, having to be in our homes, um, waiting maybe for a a stimulus check or, you know, not having funds for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. This has really been a wake up call for all of us. And the second thing is we certainly took to the streets in the summer of 2020 to proclaim that Black Lives Matter. But we understand that there is a part for us to do there as well. We can let other people do what, you know, their part to getting us on track. But financially, a lot of this has to do with what we are doing. And so I think we are starting to do better. Uh, That is great news. We are talking to Rochelle Smith. She is a certified financial planner. So let me ask you this, Rochelle. What what did your clients, what were they most concerned about uh, during this last year? And what did they ask you for more than anything? What was one of the number one questions they asked you um, about this time that we period that we've been going through? So they asked me uh, two things, and they were on uh, both ends of the spectrum. So people who were already my clients, who um, we'd already put their money to work in the stock market, uh, obviously they were concerned. Uh, Around March 2020, when we knew that uh, this coronavirus was real and that people were Uh, unfortunately, losing their jobs and that there was going to be a shift in the economy, Mm -hmm. we saw the stock market decline significantly. So people who were already invested and had their money working were calling because they were concerned about their portfolios Mm -hmm. and what they should do. Mm -hmm. Then I had people on the other end. What did you tell them? What did you tell them? So my clients, when you work with me, you are educated up front. And we know up front what your risk level is. And so a lot of times when they would call in and say, what should I be doing? I'd actually put it back on them. What did we talk about in the beginning? Mm -hmm. If this is the risk level that we're going to go with, we know that there are going to be challenges in the market. But if this is for the long term, like we discussed, we are going to stay put. And not only are we going to stay put, if we can find some money, 
because the market is at a, at a discount right now, trading at a discount. If we can find some money, we're going to find some opportunity to put even more money in the market. I love it. You know, it was so funny. My financial planner, she kept calling me and kept calling me, and I finally picked up the phone. <laughs> and I told her, I said, I'm not worried, Susan. Leave me uh-huh. alone. I'm, I said, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not worried. Just let it keep working. As far as I'm concerned, that money is working for me. And, and I even forgot. Um, I have no intentions. For me, that money never even existed. So, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, so, so and, and you know what was really crazy? These billionaires got richer, didn't they? Yes, Absolutely. And I try to tell people that, again, you know, I want to put this example out there, Miss Perry. If you are looking at a, a, a pair of designer shoes that are $500 and you like them and you love them, but they're $500, if next week they go on sale for $300, do not you love them even more? <laughs> so I'm thinking of, think of the stock market like that. If you love a company because you know it, you shop it, you love it, you believe in it long term, if you love it at $500, are you going to really love it at $300 if it's a long term investment? Mm-hmm. And did you see a lot of panic or, or, or no? Because I want to get to the second question that people most asked. But did you see a lot of panic or just concern? So I saw of concern. I did not get a lot of panic. I will say that I um, there may be a couple that stuck stick in my mind as panic. Mm-hmm. And when I talk to them today, it's like I should have listened. I should not have done what I done because I actually could be further along than I was even prior to the pandemic. See, that's why you're the expert. What was the second question they would ask you? The second question was on the other end of the spectrum. How do I get in the market? (laughs) Because so many people did realize that, hey, this stock that I've been looking at for a year, sitting on the sidelines, not doing anything, is now down 20, 30 percent. It, can I get in? Like, what do I need to do? Where can I open an account? So, and and we saw that a lot with uh, Robinhood and the different challenges that they had going on, on over there. They've had thousands of people open accounts and start investing. I think people sat down and started thinking and started looking and listening to and following people like myself, and they got smarter. And so they were asking, how can I get in on this? And if you didn't know, April is Financial Literacy Month. And kicking it off with us today is Rochelle Smith. And Rochelle is a certified financial planner. And one of the things that I asked you right before we went to the break, because I think it's generational, but I might be wrong. Uh, Do your more established and older clients uh, ask you about Bitcoin, or is that something that you see from some of your younger younger clients or potential clients? Yeah, definitely there is, there is somewhat of a gap there. Um, the younger clients, those who are more um, inclined to look at social media mm-hmm. a little more, okay, um, a lot of them do ask about cryptocurrency. Uh, however, there are some people who are established who 
keep hearing about uh, the different types of cryptocurrency and they want to know more about it and they are thinking of, you know, looking at if there is opportunity in that space. Oh, okay. All right, then. And so um, as, a, as a market, as what we're seeing, uh, I remember when it f- first started getting real popular, did a couple of shows on it, and I do know people that got in on the very early with the crypto ca- um, cryptocurrency that made a killing. Mm-hmm. The one guy I know, he's like, oh, my son, his college is paid for if he wants to go to Harvard. So, but it's a little different now, is it not, in terms of, you know, what you get back or, or whatever. First of all, if I can't touch it, I don't want to, you know, I'm not interested. <laughs> well, you can't touch it because <laughs> it's definitely uh, digit. It's a digital currency. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you just um, some of the the pros and cons. The con, the con first. Okay. So Bitcoin obviously is is new. There's not a lot of history on Bitcoin that people, the average investor, can go back and dig up. It's just a few years of information that they may be able to go back and dig up. The second thing is it's not regulated like uh, the stock market and and you know other things are regulated. It's not totally regulated yet. Um, The third thing is, like your friend um, who started early, there is that volatility there. It's on the higher end of the spectrum when we talk about risk level. So um, you may go buy a CD or put some money in a savings account at a bank. That's fairly low risk. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency is on the other side of that spectrum you're going to see a lot of volatility. People that got in early, they didn't see initial gains at first. They literally had to wait it out. I mean, even people who got in at the middle, it was high and then it went way, 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 way down. And just over the past few uh, months or so, we're seeing that, that uptick. And that uptick is because a lot of companies are starting to accept Bitcoin as payment. They're mm-hmm. allowing people to use uh, cryptocurrency. And it's easy. Um, it's digital. So it can be internationally used. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of the, the good part, of the, the, the bad and the good of it. Um, one of the advantages, of course, is like your friend, if you got in early, and you made some money and you were able to, to withdraw that money and get out, great. It was a risk that you took and you were rewarded because you took such a high risk. Mm-hmm. People who got in and, in the middle or even um, later in the game may not be rewarded mm-hmm. as handily as someone who started. The other thing is you have to be careful. Here's two things. One, you only want to invest as much as you can lose. Right. As much as you can stand to lose. You don't want to invest your mortgage money, your bill money because of the wide volatility. Mm -hmm. The second thing is, you know, you really want to look at how you are buying um, your cryptocurrency and and mainly Bitcoin, because that's the one that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you lose your login or your ID, your login ID, or there's some sort of theft of your bitcoins. It's hard to get that back. So listen, before before you go any further, there is a uh-huh. man who has two hundred and seventy five million dollars in bitcoin. Mm-hmm. You heard about yes. the story, right? Yes. He he could not get access to his money 
because he could not remember his password. You have <laughs> ten, you have ten times to try to get in. Once the if you hit that tenth time and it's the wrong password, it disappears. Yeah. And he's his money. As far as I know. He hasn't, he doesn't have, I haven't followed the story. Yeah, he uh, hasn't recently. gotten it yet. Nope. No. $275 million. And guess what? He must have had a whole lot more in order mm-hmm. to lose $275 million and not be <laughs> upset about it. Exactly. Exactly. So, it, it, again, it's something that you want to be careful about. I think that the industry, meaning the financial services industry, understands that people are really interested and they are looking for opportunities and ways to help people get into Bitcoins, um, even Bitcoins and other cryptocurrency, even safer than um, they are now to, you know, make it easier to make it safer. So right now, uh, 2021 in April, what do you think is a best um, a best bet for people that are just starting to invest? Is it CDs, IRAs, mutual funds? What would you suggest at at this time? And people have been calling like crazy trying to get your information, so I'm going to let you get that information out. Oh, good. So we want to just sit down for a few minutes and figure out who we are as investors. If you've never invested before, you probably don't know who you are. So you may want to dip your toes in the water. That's the first thing. Um, I always tell people, look at things that you know, like, and love. If you're always shopping in a certain place and it's always crowded and and, and you feel like the company's managed well, then that may be a, a place for you to start. The other thing is if you are scared and you need your money, but you just want to have it in a, in a place that'll get more than what the bank is paying, then we look at high-yield savings accounts, like online banks, because they're going to pay a little more than um, a bank that has a brick and mortar. If I so can't touch it, I'm not going for it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I hear you. <laughs> if I can't go in and see a teller or an, an advisor, I'm not going for it. You well, could, Terry, I, you know, that's how you feel, but you know we have this whole technology. I know the 21st century. I, re- I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely yes. refuse. <laughs> oh, I, I hear you. Yes. I hear you. Um, and I want people to think logically. We're at home. We're using technology at home. We're eating more at home. We're using um, our tools at home. Think of things like that. I think that as this COVID starts to get under control, we are we have cabin fever. We are ready to get back out there. And when we get back out there, guess what we're going to do? We're going to get on you know, planes and boats, and we're going to look at entertainment because we've been pent up. I want you to think about things logically and invest logically. All right. That makes a lot of sense to me. So, Rochelle, I want you to to give out your information, your website, your telephone number, and anything else that you you have that you want to share with our audience. 
I would love to connect with everyone on social media. I'm on all the platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, at Rochelle Smith. And that's R-E-S-H-E-L-L Smith, at Rochelle Smith. If you want a complimentary consultation, I do those complimentary. There's a 15-minute complimentary consultation to make sure we vibe and to just talk about what you want to do and to make sure that I am the planner for you. All you have to do is go to my website, which is Ames Financial Solutions. That's A-M-E-S FinancialSolutions.com. You can schedule your appointment right there. Just click contact me and pick a time that works for you. Um, you can also call me. I'm at 407-258-1062. Four oh seven, I'm sorry. Four oh seven. Two five eight one zero six two. Um and again, Ames Financial Solutions is the best way. Ames, I didn't say that, Miss Perry, and my grandmothers in heaven are gonna get me. Ames is an acronym for my deceased grandmothers, Ada, Mary, Elizabeth, Sarah. Oh. If you remember that, Ames Financial Solutions, you'll find me. Well, I'm going to tell you, Rochelle, it was a pleasure to meet and talk to you today. Thank you. Continued success. And I'll be calling on you again sometime. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. And thank you so much for using your platform to get the word out. You and others like you are where we need to be. Thank you so much, Rochelle. 